Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to watch or listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting next to me is... Pretty sure it's Chris Weir. It is Chris Weir! You're there, guys! Yay! Yay. Oh, man, oh, my God. Yay! We're coming to you on a Thursday morning. Why? Because I was on the day-to-day, -day, baby. I was out of commish. Yeah, he was on that COVID IL. We don't know. I'm not sure. Know. He was on the IL. Here's the thing, man. It is hard to get something you don't believe is real. It's true. Your <laughs> cell phone reception was really good, though, right? It was really good. And then uh, it didn't help that I ate bat before. So. Yeah, I know. I got to get you off that bat diet. <laughs> bat diet. And I've just got this attraction of pangolins, dude. I know, dude. You're just really in those uh, street farmants. Mm, mm, they're so tasty. So uh, how was it? Were you uh, really sick? What, what I was, was super room? sick. I uh, I woke up Saturday morning with like a fever and sweaty and just like. But isn't that like normal mornings for you? Like just <laughs> yeah. sweaty, fever, so all <laughs> yeah. normal. Itchy. My dick got smaller and it just <laughs> fell into me. I don't know how that happens. Uh, but yeah, man, it was just like. And uh, you can still hear the congestion in my voice, so it's it was not fun. I was cocking up a lung, which again, this is all still bat semen. Normal. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Oh goddamn! I've been to Cancun. You gotta tell me about it. You gotta tell me twice, brother. I've been Cancun. I've been I've been to spring break in Panama. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, drinking them tiki drinks out of bat carcasses. Oh, I've seen the Louisville bats play. <laughs> There Excuse he goes. Me. Still in the back there. Uh, it's still there. Still in the back cave. It's still there. I'm probably getting everyone sick. If you watch, you're going to get sick. 5G, baby. Maybe you drink out of the Bucky <laughs> tumbler. It goes away. I didn't get the COVID. I drank out of the Bucky's tumbler the whole time. <laughs> That's right. Yeti protect me. <laughs> I had Yeti in my lungs. Yeti. Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I'm sweaty now, but that's just for a different reason because I'm just just so horny. Normal up. sweats. Just normal horny uh, sweats, dude. Just the horn sweats. The horn sweats. Oh man. So yeah, it was it was a shit weekend just laying on the couch watching football. Sounds like a bummer. It really sucked. <laughs> like, if I told you what I did, you'll be like, man, that sounds fun. And then it's like, no, in between, I had uh, the squirts. I had just couldn't eat. I was coughing myself raw. Dude, I lost my voice on Sunday. Oh, yeah? I could not like talk Sunday, Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. Oh, no. I'm sure it was uh, amazing for your wife. <laughs> oh, God. It was amazing because she stayed on the second and first floor. Yeah. And then I had the third floor. Okay. Uh, quarantine, quarantining up in the fart attic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I called it the sick bay. Sick bay. I was like, I'm in the sick bay. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, okay, stop doing that. <laughs> and I was like, assault life. <laughs> it's my favorite. I want to make stickers where it's just like the this and that the salt, salt life. Oh, yeah. The salt bay life. Yeah. And just assault life because you know uh, okay because you know those guys oh yeah i fucking hate like uh seeing all the stickers that have salt life on it and then they have like a landlock license plate 
<laughs> so yeah, you're a right. fool. Dude, I live around so many of those people. It's like, fucking salt life. I live in Kentucky. <laughs> Yeah, man, I just hang out on the beaches of KY. You know me, <laughs> surfing the waves <laughs> in Covington. Oh, the Covington ride, baby. <laughs> God, it's, you just see them and they're hauling their boat. It's like, come on, where are you, where are you taking that? Where are you, where are you going? Where are you going? What are you doing? You're not going? going to the beach. Tell you that. Ah, <laughs> oh, I saw a sticker today that was it's adjacent it, it to uh, adjacent. To the assault life, it was someone had a bumper stick had a bumper sticker on their 2002 Ford Taurus that said, "I only accept perfection." Oh, really? <laughs> but you're driving a Ford Taurus. <laughs> what are we doing? What are you doing? Hey, you've given up a long time ago, <laughs> even before you signed a lease and something that's going to malfunction here in a, in a couple hundred miles. <laughs> it also could be um, someone out like it's just they bought it used and they're like, "This is not coming off." It's on there. It's on there, and it's it's on. Perfect. Yeah, so. and it fits my lifestyle. <laughs> fits my this car was thirty five hundred dollars lifestyle. Yeah, I never settle for anything less than perfection. But <laughs> if that sticker's on there, that's fine. That's fine. It's good. I like pink glitter. <laughs> so I saw that and I was like, what the fuck? If only it was. If only. If only it was missing one of their like one of their their mirrors on the side of the car. I still have brain fog. I'm still trying to power That's quite all that. right. We all dare. We all good. So, your, my weekend was far worse than yours. Yeah, mine was uh, was pretty decent. We took uh, the nephew out. Uh, Seven-year-old boy. Seven, eight. Uh, perfect. Yeah, perfect age. <laughs> smells great. <laughs> uh, we went out to the Reds game. Went out to GABP. Uh, had a great time. It was a sellout game. Mm -hmm. There was action. There was a lot of singles. We didn't see any uh, Reds fireworks. They didn't bring home a win, but there was a lot of stuff happening. There was a lot yeah. of yelling going on around us. What? It was great. I know. There was uh, some Cardinals fans and there's some Reds fans. Um, so there was like pockets of yelling that was happening. Mm -hmm. An old man yelling about the city, Cincinnati. He had a vendetta sure. against. I don't know. It felt sad. Oh, he yells, no. I'm tired of getting picked on by Cincinnati. <laughs> And you're like, this is sad now. This oh, is, God. you know. And then uh, there was some lady. Uh, I mean, lady, that's being extremely generous. She was a banshee. Oh, that's uh, so. Well, she was probably about our age. Uh, she was obliterated. Obliterated. Three sheets to the wind. Yeah. Drunk. And she was with her boyfriend. Uh, they were each Cincinnati fans. Mm -hmm. And just ahead of them was like a row of cardinal fans. And I didn't see all what was leading up to the back and forth. But uh, I'm assuming, I'm going to go ahead and say the drunk lady was in the wrong. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, and so she is ye up cheering for the team, but in a point where it's clearly doing it to agitate everyone around her and yelling like someone's telling her not to yell. You know, like she's doing it at people. Oh, you know, like, what? You know, like at people just in front of her, and you could see her boyfriend, like, oh God, I'm gonna hit in the fucking face. <laughs> you know, where he's getting like sized up by all the dudes and like wearing cardinal jerseys, like around. It's like, okay, I can definitely take the boyfriend. <laughs> so that was, there's just like a lot of tension building up, you know? People uh, writing checks that their butt can't cash. I think uh, that was about ready to happen there. Oh boy. When you said Banshee, I was assuming that she was just like scurrying around drinking people's beers and like chugging it in their face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grabbing half eight nacho helmets out of the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Clanking like the beer bats together. Like they're Vuvuzelas. <laughs> um, babe, they aren't thunder sticks. They're for chugging. Oh, they're making loud noise, though. <laughs> 
Yeah. If, if you if you get it just right, you get to the top and blow on it, it whistles. <laughs> I did get a beer bat. I got a Cincinnati one. That's over there. Um, I had to add to the collection. They're really nice. Oh, I they like got, the handle. Oh, yeah, the no-slip alcoholic grip on there. Wow. Uh, so it's great for drinking a beer. And then later, knocking Ooh. your kids out. Pretty tight. <laughs> Seriously, put a, like some orange peels in there, cop it up. This is the true Louisville Slugger. It really is. So like I had one of those and drink it. It's really fun, but like you feel like an asshole when you're drinking that at the game. Because you'd be like, okay, now for a beer. Like, excuse me, bro, ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, pardon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You know what? This uh, What's really great about that handle is that those last four ounces... Not 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 warm. I know it really acts as a beer koozie. It's that's pretty, really great. I didn't even think about it. It's pretty amazing. That's pretty nice. Uh, next friends game. I haven't gotten one yet, so it's gonna be like perfect temperature next time I go yeah. for beer. It really will be. So I'll chug and then I'll go up to Skyline and I'll go. Excuse me, chop me off. Yeah, top her off. Top her off. And be like, are you crazy? I'd be like, no, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm a genius. Yeah. Do you know who I am? This is where the revolution begins. <laughs> the chili revolution, dude. Mm -hmm. It's a great, it's stir. It's more sturdy really than like the it. Cubs one, too. Yeah, the Cubs one is pretty good, but it doesn't have the no-slip grip on it. So, I mean, it does have those, which is really nice. It's got nice, nice fingy ridges. Yeah, like you had, like, for a wiffle ball, like those bats, put them right down there, like the Mark McGuire grip, a little pinky on the knob, sitch. Ooh. Ooh, here we go, here we go. Drinking game with these beer bats. Okay. Okay? Set up like, like beer pong or like chesties where you've got the three cups or cups in the corner. Doesn't matter. But you have, your partner is across from you and they have to throw it and then you have to bunt it Okay. Into the cup. Small ball situation. I like it. Yeah. Or you've got, it's 3v3. You have three people, someone's pitching, and then you hit it, and it's like there's first, second, short, first, second, third, left, right, center. Oh, that could be good. Like you're doing like the beer pong situation where you're spacing them out for like bases there. Yeah. I like that. You can have like a little small shot glass for a home run every once in a while. Yeah. We did it. Alcoholism is fun. Yeah. Games. At first, I thought you were gonna say like have like the you know I had the Mark McGuire grips, but like for famous alcoholics <laughs> for koozies. <laughs> this is the Frank Sinatra. <laughs> this one's the Amy Winehouse. Ah, oh, boy. Check this one out. Ready? You ready? Yeah. yeah. Kurt Cobain. Oh, but how did he pull it? <laughs> Courtney did. Yeah. You, you, you have to have someone else. Yeah. yeah. Someone on the other end. <laughs> Pop the tab. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I'm really sorry, you guys. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, oh, just, I just want to crawl into a hole. She's promoting her band again. Get her out of here. <laughs> that was nice. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was pretty good. You knew when Natalie would take it there. Come on, hey, she's back. Who's paying attention? Come on. Who remembers episodes? Mm -hmm. Oh, so it sounds like you had a good weekend. I think it was. It was pretty good. Um, baseball game. Yeah, it was fun. It was a really nice one. Very uh, wholesome weekend I had. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked. We havenven't recorded since the live episode. Yeah. Uh, dude, that Sky... The, the Malort Luge Sky Rosa. I think we should talk about that. It was so good. It was so much better. It was, like, scary good. Like, at first, you, when you get the alcohol, you have the alcohol sensation. So there's the immediate, like, oh, my God, I got food. And you're like, oh... Oh, what's happening here? What curiosities have we uncovered? No, but it all like went together so well. But I think that might have been my first time having a Sky Rosa in general. 
That's crazy. It is top notch. It is so good. And like when you describe it, of course it goes well together. Right. Yeah, it, dude, it, it was phenomenal. Uh, Salty, sweet, Salty sweet burn. Yeah. Just, that's like all of the, it's a it's a perfect Cincinnati, Chicago, uma, unami, umami flavor. Yeah, a real palm ball for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all the flavors just right there for you. It's a, just, just, it's a palm ball. You just got to shove it in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait to edit that. I just got so sweaty just doing that. Um, yeah. But, dude, that's, it was, it was great. And uh, it almost makes me wish they made, like, oh, they probably do. I just haven't seen them. Like, airplane bottles of Malort. Oh, the really small guys? They have to. They, they, I hope so. And then you, like, you get your Sky Rose at the ballpark. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, get, like, a little, like, teeny tiny Skyline thing. Like, one of those little <laughs> Vienna sausages. <laughs> Like sliders, yeah, <laughs> but skyline sliders with Vienna sausages. I get oh, what you're saying. I would eat that. Yeah, now I would eat that. You're drinking that on the plane, oh. real quick. You pour your little Malort and you pour your little <laughs> skyline Vienna sausage. It comes in a little tin, like an MRE. Yeah. You just open it, and it's uh, like, oh, what do you got there? Some like uh, tuna? You go, no, it's a skyline. Oh, come on, plus. <laughs> Gotta love it. That's something you would get on a spirit flight. <laughs> That'd be the first time I'd actually see someone using the vomit bag. <laughs> Just for pleasure, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just for pleasure. Oh my God! But yeah, it was. It, so what I was, you get the little airplane bottle, my lord. Mm -hmm. You make your Sky Rose at the ballpark, mm -hmm. and then you just have your friend pour it down and go. Oh, mm -hmm. I yeah, like it. That's just a just a thought. I mean, I, we put it out there. We're not. We wouldn't do it and film it because I don't want to get banned from GABP for bringing in Malort. True. That'd be a very bizarre thing to get banned for. But Binksky's was doing it with uh, the ashtray shots. Yeah. If you guys watched that, that was really cool. I'd never done a shot out of a, a small ashtray specifically yeah. designed. I mean, I just assumed it was designed for shots. Sure. But it was perfect. It had like the little, you know, cigarette luge mm. there for you. And then applied the same science later. Yes. To the chili. It was so good. And I just love that place. So definitely, if you didn't come, thanks to everybody who did come. Yeah, seriously. That was a uh, really great you guys came out there it was a lot the of four thousand people who came they had to add like a whole another balcony it was insane <laughs> that they were able to do it in the time that they did but thank you guys thanks for everyone yeah. for staying in line we really appreciate that <laughs> so thanks yeah. so next time make sure to come for a meet the meat raffle mm -hmm. that would be fun to do is that we're doing the pod and then they're like hey can you read out this number for the prime rib i'm like yeah sure absolutely yeah I'm in. <laughs> and then i read my own number <laughs> Oh, yeah, it happens to be this guy right here. <laughs> Why is Billy's cooler filled with meat? Well, can't stop a champion. Yeah, that's true. Bill a check. Bill a check. That's right. Uh, we'll call it uh, Meat Gate. Uh, meat Gate. Meat Gate. Speaking of Meat Gate, uh, this is a fun transition. Uh, David Wells had some fun stuff to say at the old timers game at Yankee Stadium. The uh, David Wells. <laughs> Yankees legend pitched a no-no while hammered, mm. first of all. Mm. Also pitched for the Reds when they were uh, very good in 1995. But um, he, he had a few things to say. He wanted to let off his chest to not be invited back to Old Timers Day. Yeah, there was something he had on his chest he did not want on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a Nike swoosh. Shows up. The first thing he sees is he's covered it with tape, and he's like, Yeah, I told Cash I was going to cover this up. And everyone's like, why? He's like, Nike's too woke. Woo, real outlaw right there. Boy, Nike's too woke. And he said, yeah, it's a shame because of woke culture. Everyone should carry a gun. 
so about that game. <laughs> it's perfect. He's playing for the old timers game. And he's like <laughs> shaking his fist at a cloud. I just can't believe the fact that he, he got approval to cover up the tape. As in he had to call Brian Cashman. As if he doesn't have enough shit on his plate. Yeah. are like, hey, do you mind if I cover up this goddamn woke symbol? It's like, it, no, it's the Yankees logo. You can't cover <laughs> Oh, the Nike logo. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I have to see if I have a job next season. Yeah, or imagine like the compromise he came up with. Like, it was like, fine, I'll let you cover up the Nike logo as long as you don't have that parade and march on the field, right? <laughs> keep keep the Proud Boys at bay, all right? Stand back and stand by. Yeah, yeah David, no, you can't pitch with an AR-15 around you. <laughs> I don't care if you're scared of them. They're supposed to be there. <laughs> it's called the New York Mets, all right? Get used to it. Yes, I understand that it's for concealing a weapon, but it doesn't hold on to a baseball belt or pants. <laughs> oh boy, what a special man! What a great guy, you know. And then, and then, of course, they had to ask him. It's like, so uh, you used to famously drink Bud Light. Do you drink it anymore? And he's and since the Malv incident, he said, "Nope." Terrific. Cool, man. Bud Light's really missing out on those Wells bucks. I know, it'd be great if you drank enough, though, and died. It'd be terrific. <laughs> and then Kid Rock, of course, is drinking by light again. Because go figure, that uh, mullet comes off. <laughs> comes off real quick. Yeah. He needs to get more koozies. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I think so. But, but then my favorite thing is is that uh, Keith Olbermann then quote tweeted David Wells saying, No, I wouldn't drink Bud Light. And Keith mm-hmm. Olbermann said, Would drink wood alcohol. Another fucking fraud. <laughs> and then David Wells... Who his app on X is Boomer Wells 33, which what a boomer take this guy has on everything. Which then he tweeted, Keith, shut the fuck up. Just because you never played the game and all you did was work for ESPN and talk shit on all of us players because you have a degree in journalism makes you an expert on putting on putting athletes down. Athletes capitalized. (laughs) So funny, just oh man, gotta let you guys know this that's is capitals. this is proper. Yeah, uh, and if that's if the, and that's if even you have a degree, stick to your politics. It's the first time ever someone's told him told anyone to stick to politics. <laughs> that's hilarious. I didn't catch that at the end. Stick to politics. All right. Can we please talk about politics and keep the baseball out of it? <laughs> keep baseball out of it. Keep my Bud Light out of it. Keep that Mulvaney out of it. Keep my goddamn Nike symbols out of there. We can get the hell out. And keep the Lord out of your mouth too. He's mine. <laughs> Trump should still be president. Like, keep the Bible out of my schools. <laughs> keep it in my butt. But good. God, I mean, like, Glassy is doing well. Yeah, it's like an old. It's literally we should be talking. Like, we shouldn't be talking about the Yankees old timers game. Mm. No one should. But then someone just shows up every year and is just like, I've got opinions. Yeah, here's something I got to yell into a microphone. Where is it? <laughs> I've been I've been away for too long at my lake in Louisiana, and I've got opinions. <laughs> I have fallen off the spectrum here. Now I'm going to make some news. <laughs> I've fallen off the spectrum and on to it. See, now the voice is starting to go. You're killing Billy, David. God damn it, David. No, he took the vaccine. That's what it did. That's right. Well, how can you take something you don't believe is real, you know? Mm -hmm. But, no, like, this is what's happening. It's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. God damn. You're all right, buddy. I'm good. You know what? Why? You got your Bucky's mug? Mm. 
The power of Bucky's. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> Whatever you put in there turns to medicine. <laughs> Just a touch of shine. <laughs> so it's uh, it's Wednesday evening. It's the bottom of the... F- or Sorry. Yeah, it's the bottom of the fifth. The Reds are up four to three. Just want to let you know where we're at while we're going into all of this stuff about the Reds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and CES, good God. He woke... I think he was born with that facial hair. Dude, he had a five o'clock shadow when he was born. I really do think that's <laughs> what happened. He, he, dude, he was born and he was giving the nurse finger guns. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, babe. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Okay. And he flips that down his wraparounds. <laughs> Dude, I think he does remind me of like, uh, remember that like, little magnetized like facial like thing where you can move like the hair around? That's what he reminds oh, me of. <laughs> you just put like a bunch of magnetized metal shavings like around. That's what he does. Takes a bunch of metal shavings, puts it on his face. He's like, all right, I could be a ball player now. <laughs> I'm going to go play for the Reds. <laughs> Did you see that photo of him hopping on the plane Sunday? I had like a sixer with him. Dude, yeah. No, not even a sixer. He had the white plastic bag. Oh, the five pack. Of, of the five pack. <laughs> the, of the, six, the big, big Miller lights. Oh, baby. What a guy. Love it. I love to see it. I have awesome news. We all know. We all know that this is okay. Okay. Hear ye, hear ye, and NL Central. The Wicked Witch of Milwaukee is dead! Not really. They just moved to New York. But holy shit, David Stearns is out as the president of baseball ops for the Milwaukee Brewers. We know he took an advisor role at the beginning of this year, kind of stepped down, basically waiting out his contract. But dude, the architect of the NL Central Moneyball is gone. Yeah, that's pretty cool uh, if you're in the NL Central because, I mean, Billy was just pretty much saying it there. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers' current dominance is due mostly in part from David Stearns. Yep. Right? Well, it's he built from the bottom up him with with just the way that the you know the minors are run, the development's run, drafting, the, the roster construction, top to bottom. David fucking Stearns. He's like a rehab this old house. He gutted it, and you're left with beauty. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about it in the upcoming years, hopefully, the dominance from Milwaukee. It's it's over. Eric Wheelow, your days are numbered, dude. Point at you. Point at you. You hear me? Calling you out. Come on now. You're, you're fucked, bud. Dude, it's such great news that he's going to one a big market yeah. with Uncle Stevie opening up the money, uh, opening up the checkbook. Like I'm really excited for this guy as an opportunity within like within baseball. Like you're putting a great mind with someone who's willing to spend and mm. wants to win. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's really cool. I'm really happy for him. Yeah. Glad to get to watch it, but uh Glad even more so it's with the Mets. That he's it's with the Mets. Mm-hmm. Other division, we'll see him six times. Whatever. But here's the best part. It starts there, and then the brain drain happens. Yeah. More, uh, more and more people leave. And most importantly, Craig Council, his contract's up at the end of the year. He did not renew. He, there is, there, we haven't heard anything about negotiations. So that means he is most likely also going to the Mets. So well, that's pretty big. That'd be a really huge thing. But as a Reds fan, uh, what you're saying is like the complete uh, foundation of Milwaukee is just getting the pretty much the rug scooted out from under them. <laughs> yeah, you know how they were saying that the ballpark is deteriorating and there needs to be massive fixes. Mm-hmm. Now it's in the offices too, baby. It's spread. The yes. calls coming from inside the house. <laughs> Head down the slide. It's your only safe space. <laughs> 
Seriously, I mean, the whole stadium is built on the foundation of that slide. That's <laughs> fucked up. It's really fucked really up. Really fucked up. Dude, Bernie Chalet, they're probably going to turn into an Airbnb now. I, shit, that's pretty cool. It's really cool. I'll stay at the bottom of the slide. <laughs> but, dude, I, I just, like, I, I'm so excited because this means that the window of of comp of competing for the Reds has flown open even more starting in 2024. Yeah, that's a big deal. Uh especially looking at what you said the window just now opening. Uh that just is a it's huge. It's absolutely gargantuan. Uh-huh. So, I mean I I'm so I'm so thrilled. I just I, it, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take Corbin Burns leaving. It's also going to take Brandon Woodruff leaving, but it's also going to be some other guys making some bad moves that are going to continue to sink the organization mm -hmm. and their windows shrinking. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so happy. It's just, it's over. Yeah. And you look at the other, uh, you know, the pirates, Cardinals, uh, Cubs still arguably are kind of like reshaping what they're doing for the better yeah. trending upward so you realize that okay this is that's why there's so much you know pressure put on this year because like we aren't quite sure how much more difficult the central is going to be to win right. you know in the upcoming years but then the best team uh in the central right now is going to be moving in the opposite direction that's just a, a great thing that seems to be like our biggest yeah. competitor everyone's biggest competitor is going to be a, a lot more uh i don't know uh beatable yeah gonna be it's just it's not it's not, again not overnight mm -hmm. but it's going to be a slow drain and oh man it's great i mean like what you just mentioned by saying like a lot of pressure on this year the cardinals still haven't fixed their pitching development that's something that's going to hinder them for the next couple years too uh the cubs i mean they're starting to call up their guys with pca coming out and playing center field and they're young pitching with like justin steer alice like uh wicks like they've got some dudes and they're gonna have to spend money in the offseason to build on what they did so the cubs are it seems like the cubs are going to be and the and the brewers are going to be what we're going to be competing against with next year again unless pittsburgh does some stuff in the offseason as well and sign some dudes to complement that core of young guys that are also on the way but overall we're focusing on fuck the brewers and boy howdy the demise that is coming Mm, mwah, mwah, mwah. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Eat ass. <laughs> eat that cheesy ass. Mm, mm, mm. So let's talk about the team that we love and we actually talk about every week. Cincinnati Reds. Let's do that. Let's do it. Here's the thing. The Reds the last week. Let's be honest with ourselves. Okay. I they can went do it. four and four. Yeah. They went two and three against the against the the Brewers are on the mind. Mm. They went two and three against the Mariners. They went one and three against the Cardinals. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a three three homestand. That's um that's not bad considering all of the dudes who have been out. Yeah, there's a ton of dudes. Uh, Matt McClain, Jonathan India was out. Now he's back in, but uh, in the COVID IL, so there was a lot of people that were out. It seemed like it was like, oh my goodness, we're struggling to stitch together who's going to be, you know, have enough arms uh, starting and bullpen to get us through like through at least nine innings. Uh, and somehow they managed to have a 500 road record. Uh, well, a 500 record with those two teams, yeah. uh, and Seattle being a very good team, especially right now. So yeah, I'll take that. It. It's unfortunate. 
fortunate that uh, the Cubs, they only won one of those games and very easily could have won uh, all three of them. But there was just, uh, like you said, there was some issues health-wise and, you know, some some plays yeah. you wouldn't have back. But, uh, I mean, I'll take it, especially yeah. that we took two or three from uh, Seattle. Yeah, until Sunday, here are all the dudes that were out. Joey. India, McLean, Alex Young, Fernando Cruz, Brandon Williamson, Hunter Green, Graham Ashcraft, Stuart Fairchild, who cares, and Nick Ladala, obviously, who's out for the rest of the year. That's a lot. That's, that is three-fifths of your rotation. Yeah, and not even mentioning that the other guys that are in there are, for the most part, you know, rookies, and the other guys who are waiting to come back up and get healthy are rookies. It just seems like such a bizarre thing to state that and then say oh by the way we are still you know uh in the hunt for the playoffs and we're you know watching games and scores we're yeah. you know, at this point so it, it's very strange yeah it's super cool and right now where we're at they're only one game back in the wild card mm. and after going through all of that going out on that west coast road trip and splitting coming home splitting with the Cubs splitting with the Mariners and take or taking two out of three from the Mariners, one out of three from the Cards, and all of that, we can't be more excited to say just one game back and taking one last night against Detroit with with Brandon Williamson coming off of the COVID IL and having not pitched for two weeks. Yeah, and it seemed like the, it started off pretty rough. I think I got like two runs right away, something like that. Yeah, it was a um, tough start. Yeah, uh, brutal. We'll but, get into that start later, but it's. It's 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 impressive that they did it, and then you the offense kicked up, the offense picked up, and that was something that was really bad the past couple weeks. It mm. was atrocious. Some dudes stepped up, and then the bullpen since September first, fifty one and two thirds innings with a three point six six ERA. Getting it done with the heavy workload. That's great. You got to give it up to those dudes who, again, when we started this year. And there have been a couple times where they've gotten tired and have gotten shelled. They've been asked to carry the workload, and they fucking delivered. Yeah, it seems like any time they got like a little break, something where they can recoup just a little bit, get a little bit of rest, they come back super strong, super dominant. Um, I think it was Cruz came back that maybe had a little bit too much time off. He seemed like he was throwing really hard. But mm -hmm. uh, just recalling like some of the few struggles that they've had in the past uh, couple of weeks. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, the bullpen has been one of the strongest, most unwavering uh, factors with the Reds so far this season. Yeah, I mean, coming from... Like looking down at some individual performances, like Buck Farmer, a dude who people were like, "Oh yeah, DFA him when TJ comes back." Shut up, you're stupid. You're that's stupid. You're stupid. That's stupid. Don't talk. Don't don't put anything on the internet. It was just an idea I had. <laughs> it was a bad one. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. I'm taking my mic and going. Get out of here. I fell up until Billy didn't hit me. I fell on the steps. I deserved it. I said something stupid. That was dumb. It was my fault. <laughs> Uh, I should I should have left the end in the oven for a little longer. I didn't know it was still frozen in the middle. <laughs> uh, Buck Farmer, I mean, the charge was six games pitched with, you know, he threw six and two thirds innings and he had a one point three five ERA, six point seven five K per nine. I mean, it's not the six you the six point seven nine K per nine isn't dominant. The one point three five is really good for that mm -hmm. amount of time, and the fact that he had been shelled a few times before coming up into that. And knowing how much he's pitched this year, good on you, dude. Yeah, that's great. And it seems like they're making like these in-game adjustments to where like maybe they will like get like a soft hit or something. But it seems like they 
are being able to compose themselves in the moment. Yeah, 100% agree. Lucas Sims, a guy that we had bitched about, mm-hmm. and a guy that's like, man, he hasn't been as, as good as a high leverage situation fella. Since September 1st, 100% of the runners that he had acquired on base, he fucking left them there. Forties pitched with zero earned runs that's getting it done that's listening to this podcast that's what's doing it that's it because we told lucas man it's all about snap yeah you gotta get that snap down dog get the snap Mm -hmm. and put the spider tack in the back of your hair Mm -hmm. they don't check it that much anymore no don't really go for it so that's where you need to hide it can't hide in the glove anymore Mm -hmm. so we made him a special little thing it says american crew gel on it yeah but if you open it up all spider tack yeah it's great it's awesome so you're welcome lucas you owe us Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Mall, the guy we got from the deadline. At the deadline, four innings pitched, no earned runs. And what's really nice, too, 60% ground ball rate since September 1st. That's something I love to see out of the pen. It's yep. Yes, me too. I know, dude. It's so, I'm sorry. I'm just giving you the facts. And I'm just so excited. Mm-hmm. And TJ Antone, since coming back, what a what a guy. Looking so good, man. It's, God, it's horny. Man, dude, when he's got that curve going, ooh, ooh. I love it. Captain Hook, dude. Yeah, that that's been super cool. Now there's been so many like uh, different storylines going on. T, uh, TJ Antone being one of them, the second Tommy John, uh, and coming back and at this time in the year and being very dominant. Um, this is fun. Yeah, and he doesn't even have like he's not like a hundred percent yet. Yeah, so it seems like you know every time he gets out there, getting a little bit better and yeah. uh, fighting himself again. And it's not like he's throwing like he used to like ninety eight, ninety nine. He's throwing like ninety three, ninety four. Mm-hmm. So once he fully gets stretched out, boy howdy. And this also next year, I mean, one of the things that he said going into this year, he's like, I want to compete for a rotation spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but maybe next year, let's see if he could do it. Don't hurt yourself again. But how effective this guy is in a high leverage situation and how he spins that thing, man. Like, I think that he is a perfect dude to have as an opener Mm -hmm. and be deployed as as a Lucas Sim type, as, as a high leverage situation fella. Completely agree. Beautiful. Alexis Diaz should not be put in hold situations anymore. I know that he did well last night, but and he did okay against the Mariners. He made it through, but man, that's just so scary when they throw him out there like that. Yeah, it seems like he's getting asked to do something that he hasn't done before. It's like, or it's like he he has to do his job, but like in reverse. Like he's he's familiar with it, but not really. Like he's he has a different approach. It seems like. I guess it's like we talked about before, like a different mentality of getting the last three outs of a game, that's what they're always psychologically billing themselves for. Oh, damn it. Harrison Bader to the warning track. Ah, bummer. But yeah, when you have them do something that they uh, are like, okay, this isn't the end of the game, but I got to get these outs here. It just adds an additional thing in there. And as much as that you would wish for them to be able to go in there and get those outs in those really important critical situations at the end of the game, that's not the role that he succeeds in. Yeah. It's not at all. And it's just a different approach, like hyping yourself up and getting ready for it. So mm. I'm with you. I 100% agree with everything that you just said. Hey, thank you, buddy. Hey, welcome, pal. I love it, it man. It's beautiful. It's, been so, a, it's great getting to hang out with you. It's so nice. It's so <laughs> good to be heard. <laughs> it's, it's just the validation. Field. That's not a fucking word. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a great take. Mm. Really, pr- I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> <that's the word. laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, man. So the guys who did come up in... Uh, oh, God damn. Look at that sweat line coming in. It is getting a little hot in here. I will say that. I think uh, we... It's we, just because I'm so horny, dude. I know, dude. I know. Ooh, you really... Uh. 
no, I got the air off right now because it was cold and I had the windows open, but it was getting a little toasty down oh, there. Oh, that's why I'm stuffing up again, too. Mm. I have my bad allergies. Who would have thought? I know. Uh, but the guys who came up, like Connor Phillips, the guy who's making his start, who made the start tonight, got through, looks like three and a third. We didn't get to lock in too much because we were doing this, obviously. But I will talk about his last start. Um, and I, I think I was there. Was that Tuesday? It doesn't matter. Connor Phillips has gas. Mm-hmm. 97.98. Connor Phillips also can snap it and has some nice breaking stuff. Yeah, he was looking pretty good. I mean, obviously there was uh, some hiccups there, but this stuff is really good. Stuff's nasty. Stuff, and it showed, especially in his first start after his velo dipped and didn't have a great start, his, his last start in AAA. Uh, 40% called, sh- uh, called strike whiff rate on his slider, 30.8 called strike whiff rate on his curveball. Now, four and two thirds innings, five earned runs, six hits. Seven Ks. Mm-hmm. Seven Ks is fantastic. Yeah, and he's doing it with four pitches there that he's mixing in. I, I I love seeing the mixes that he's doing with his pitches there. Yeah, and, and this is a guy, it's his first big league start, and he's got that stuff. Yeah, seemingly no problem throwing the change up. Um, <laughs> you know, some issues here and there with control, but dude, amazing first start. Yeah, um, either you can see the potential there, and it's like, man, he's going to be, once he gets to spring training next year, Mm-hmm. Whoo, boy howdy! You got a lot of hope for this guy, and you got a lot of guys that we're gonna have to talk to talk talk about at the end of the year, um, with our end of the year wrap of what do you do? I mean, you've got so many dogs, mm-hmm. um, but he did give up five hundred runs. It's tough when you give up bombs to Julio Rodriguez and Teoscar Hernandez, who were hotter than piss, mm-hmm. and two of the hottest hitters in baseball. So you, your first start, you're bound to do that. Yeah, he's going up against a very difficult lineup. Um, that'll happen. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not <laughs> wrong here. That'll happen. Lion Richardson, he got shelled. We don't really have to get into it. Um, yeah. Andrew Abbott's tired, man. He is. Uh, definitely his velo's been dropping, not as crisp. And even like his post game uh, interviews, he'll be acknowledging like, "Yeah, I just didn't really have it." It's you know, you can see the frustration there. He does seem very uh, gassed. Yeah, because he's a gamer, mm. and that's his whole thing. Is is that if he doesn't have control, his stuff isn't like his stuff isn't plus enough to get him over the hump. You're not fooling a whole lot of people. Yeah, he's got to have it all working for him to be as dominant as what we've seen him been. Uh, but he does battle. He is a gamer. So even when he isn't, uh, you know, where he wants to be as far as his stuff, he still will battle and try to get you out. Yeah, and try to give you some length. He didn't have it his last start, obviously, mm-hmm. with four innings. But he gave up six runs. He tried to stay in as long as he could. And, look, they, they might give him a day off to try and to recoup. But this, this rotation with it being so thin, it's tough to do. But they might have to have another bullpen day. But... Poor guy. It's just tough. Uh, what's really funny right now, Novi Marte is batting, and Ellie De La Cruz is at first. Kind of wish that Novi would hit a line drive right into Ellie's face. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> just to pay him back. <laughs> when Marte scored, I text you, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Because <laughs> that was like one of the first images I saw of him, and he's got those big rings. Oh, those black eyes. Yeah, it looked like it hurt, Dude, man. that happened on Saturday, so... That was the game uh, I was at. Yeah, so they're just, you know, Marte's talking, and Ellie's thinking that they're playing toss, and he just chucks it, and he goes, hey, and then he just gets 
Nolvay just gets drilled right in the goddamn face. <laughs> yeah, he looked away. There's nothing <laughs> that Cruz could do to, except watch his buddy nope. get drilled in the face. It, just, it wasn't like a hard throw, but it's it's a baseball. It's going to hurt, and it hit him right in the right there, right there. And he's got a fracture there. They pulled him back. They got the they got the fucking towel under. I was waiting for them to do the uh, the Kirby enthusiasm moment where the blood's coming out and the woman puts the tampon in his nose. Nah. I was waiting for it. I was like, it's the best way to get it. It's a perfect fit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, have you ever, did you ever hit yourself in the face with a baseball? Oh, dude, yeah. I've definitely gotten hit in the, in the face a handful of times. I got a lace mark over here one time. Um, I got hit, like a drilled, like one of those Z-Core, remember, like, it was probably like 13 years old. Got hit with like one of those Z-Core bats. Oh, those, yeah. When those first came out and then I had to play up. I was playing third base um, and this dude took a one hop or took a bad hop, came up, hit me right here. I got, I got knocked out, woke up, you know, having people around me, I was just dazed. It had you know, big puff, and then the the lace mark. Oh. And this is how you know you can tell the times because I still finished the inning. I still finished that game playing third. Where like now, I'd be like, get him the hell out of there. Man. Yeah. He's, he's clearly concussed. <laughs> he, we just saw him get knocked out. Yeah. He's thirteen. This doesn't matter. <laughs> he's tough though. He's, he's tough. tough. Yeah. Rub some dirt There's on. There's other kids on the bench. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Let let Timmy play. He hasn't played, but I'm in a wheel. Let him play. Uh, as far as getting like uh, a gusher, yeah. Did you ever get a gush gush? I don't think I ever got a gusher from getting hit in the face with a baseball. I had one. Yeah. So it was my junior year of high school playing uh-huh. JV ball. Okay. I'm at the dish, getting ready, get in there, and it's the first pitch, and he mm. throws it inside, and I am just so jazzed. Yeah. And I go and I go to turn on it. And I turned on it, and it was so inside that it hit right above, like right at the tape. Oh, right, right. Okay. On my back. And I'm looking at it, and I watch the ball hit off and go directly into my nose. Oh, Falls, and I'm just like wobbly. And I look at the guy, the pitcher, right there, and just go, shit on my dick. <laughs> and then just plop and sit right on home. Just gushing blood. Everything just like, whoa. That's intimidating. Coach comes out and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. You shit on my dick. <laughs> you shit on my dick. You pissing my hole. shit on my dick. <laughs> and it's gushing. They're bringing me a towel and they're like, well, we'll get someone to come in and finish your at-bat. I was like, no, it'll be bad. And they're like, no, come on. <laughs> and I go in and then I just shove like all of the paper towels I could yeah. into my nose. In both nose holes, and the guy who's batting for me strikes out. I was like, you fucker. <laughs> and then I'm suiting up, and they're like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to go catch. And they're like, no, you're not. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> you're dripping blood everywhere. Everywhere, dude. I go out, and I'm doing warm-up, and I'm like, you know, shaking the helmet, get the blood off, and I'm just throwing it back. And the coach comes out. He's like, come on. Get out. You're done. And I was like, what? He's like, come on. I barely play. He was like, no, you're done. You have a broken nose. I was like, oh, come on. So he sat me down, and then the... I didn't I just just had a fucking black eye the rest of the week. Oh, that's it was a bummer. Brutal, but yeah. And then uh, then I, I think we had like two games left after that, and I didn't play again. So son of a gun, son of a bitch. That was not your last game forever. No. God, oh, okay. No. Yeah. No. 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 That'd be no. a rough way to go. No, that'd be a shit way to go. So yeah, I've I've been there, Nolvi. We know how there. it is. But I did it to myself. I didn't. It was not. 
You fool. I was paying attention with mine. I kept my eye on the ball for sure. <laughs> oh, me too, pal. Yeah. Oh, man. I kept both eyes on it and both nostrils in it. Yeah. So, Andrew Abbott's tired. Hunter Green. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so glad to see him back. What a fucking start. Six innings pitched. No earned runs. One hit. Four walks. Nine gays. Nine gays. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> did, you, did it sound like I said nine gays? Yeah. I thought it did. I was like, that's a category I'm unfamiliar with. What did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? Hunter, Hunter's like, oh, one an inning. He walked uh, nine gays. He walked, and they were... I'm they, not sure if that's good or bad. Yeah, and they did death drops when they got to first. No idea, but apparently it's pretty good. It's a drag term. Like oh, a, okay. They do like the thing, and they just drop, and then get back up. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine gays. And... They sashayed to first. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about that one? I liked it. Did you like that one? Uh, but yeah, nine, nine Ks is great. Four walks, not so much, but we're nitpicking. He fucking gave up one hit and pitched six innings. Word. Holy fucking shit, we needed that so bad. Absolutely. And then India came back. Votto came back. Oh, that was did Votto come back? He had a birthday homer. <laughs> a no-doubter. Yeah. A true Votto bomb. God, a fucking rip into mm-hmm. right field. Mm-hmm. Dude, 40 years old. Goes up there, comes off the injured list, and hits a dinger. That's one of those tingly moments you get as a Reds fan. We just watch. You're like, oh, my God. I love it so much. And same with India when he came back and had his homer. It's like, yes, that's my buddy. That's my team. Get my boys. Oh, that was such a great. There's been so many great moments this year. Did you see the uh, the shirt they gave Joey Votto for his 40? That was really good. Did you do that? It was me. Nice. Yeah, it was me. That was me, Tyler Stevenson. I uh, he emailed over, and then I was like, "Oh, I've done stuff from before. I'll just text him." And I texted him. I was like, "Hey, man, heard you needed some shirts." He's like, "Yeah, we need them for Joey's 40th." I was like, "What if we did put Joey like make him all old looking mm-hmm. and then with a walker?" And nice. he was like, "And I was, he was like, perfect." Love it. Yeah, it was that so really fun. Good. It was so fun. So yeah, uh, Joey was not thrilled. Oh really? No, he was like, "This isn't much of a gift." Ah, <laughs> that's like, funny. It's so goddamn funny. Um, but yeah, uh, and then Brandon Williamson last night, uh, coming off the COVID list, four innings pitched, five earned runs, seven hits, two walks, four Ks. Look, I get coming off the COVID list and getting in there and trying to perform to your ma- maximum He just peak. got off the list, baby. He's and back here. I get it. I couldn't pitch four innings. I barely can talk at this point. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Brandon Williamson, good on you, man. He wasn't who he was. He wasn't who he was before he went on, but I have no doubt that he'll get back to that. Yeah, dude, he's one of these guys that every time he's got to start, I'm real. I'm really anxious to watch him because he keeps making these little notch adjustments. Like every start, he's just clicking it in a bit more. Yeah. So this is it's fun to watch him. Since last Monday, the bats, two seventy three, three sixty eight, four seventy nine, with a one twenty six weighted runs created plus. Want to see that? That's mm-hmm. the offense we know and love, baby. Mm-hmm. That's how you win. That's how you get those runs. And also seeing them do fucking, they're getting so many singles. They're cracking singles at the game I went to. It's so fun. Yeah, they're just getting, they're just spraying it, dude. Yeah. It's so nice to see them get back to the, get back to the, the boys we knew and loved. Yeah, that stays. In May and yeah, June. Yeah, exactly. Doing the station to station. Those are my boys. The Look, station boys. The station boys. Someone I really want to hone in on uh, since September 1st is Tyler Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Tyler Stevenson since September 1st, 385, 429, 615, 177 weighted runs created plus with a homer, 10 hits, and 28 plate appearances with three doubles. Mm-hmm. He is comfortable. Mm-hmm. He's back. 
He is the guy we were waiting for him to be all year, and he has been for the past three weeks. Been looking really good in the box, and even the outs that he's getting, uh, they tend to even look good as outs. Yep. So the way he's hitting the ball, the way he's having it, his approach is working, and that's great to see, and it's been paying dividends uh, for the Reds the past couple weeks. Yeah, dude, his gap power is back. The guy we were like, this guy just hits could hit doubles. Mm-hmm. This guy could be like like Sean Casey behind the dish. Just punching it to right center. Punch, Love it. Punch. And like, thank God, dude. Like, I, I was worried. We all were. We were very concerned. And I think him, like, two out of every three games, I'm behind the dish. I think that him being comfortable, knowing his role, He's the he's our QB one back there. Mm-hmm. No more floating around everywhere. Really, really helped him out. Yeah, I think so too. So, um, and Nick Martini on a Nick Martini revenge tour, dude. He's in eight in eighteen games. He has four homers and eleven ribbies. <laughs> Man, playing with his hair on fire. I love it. Another just one of these exciting little storylines. Yeah, another one of these guys that Nick Crawl and his team found through in AAA, mm-hmm. and it's just been paying dividends. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's never had this amount of success uh, ever in his uh, major league career. Nope. And this is just all of a sudden coming all at once, and we couldn't be more happy. We're so thrilled. Yeah. Dude, and, and Novi Marte has started coming to his own, hit his, hit his, his first home run as a big leaguer. Against the team who traded him. Yeah, that line drive. Uh, dude, he's looking so much better. He's got a great bat, great at turning on the ball. He's still working on, you know, getting comfortable in the box and in the field. But you can tell, like, when he's comfortable, it looks so smooth. He's so pre- He's got such a pretty swing. You're so right, So, dude. yeah. He's got, he's just so smooth everywhere. Last, last week, 357, including last night. Four. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Woo. Here we go. I can find it. You got it. I just lost it. Then I got it. 357, 438, 643, 186 weighted runs created plus. My guy, I am so excited that he's just going to stick a third, keep it keep it there, keep it moving. And uh, sorry for the broken nose, but that's, those are some pretty good numbers for six <laughs> games. Yeah, it'll be like the, what was it, uh, Beer Fest, where he had like the bro, <laughs> he had the black eye, mm-hmm. and as he got it from like the Germans, and as motivation, he kept <laughs> giving himself a black eye throughout the oh. entire uh, movie. The whole thing. Oh, mm-hmm. so great. Um, Jake Fraley, uh, since coming back, uh, coming back with that, and this is with a broken toe, 26 plate appearances, seven hits. Four doubles, one run, one RBI, 304, 385, 478. Would love to see the slug go up a little bit, but dude, 132 weighted, weighted runs created. Plus, great to have him back. Absolutely. And I think that broken toe hinders him from being such a fucking jackass on the base paths. Yeah, you do feel good that knowing that he's not going to make any wild, squirrely decisions out there. He's the, he is the king at that. Oh, he looks like a squirrel, too. I see you out there. You're looking for a nut to bite on. Uh, so, and Spencer Steer, since September 1st, 258, 373, 395 slug. Not great. Mm-hmm. 111 weighted runs created plus. Great. But here's the thing, man. This guy is just consistent. 11.8 walk rate to 11, 17.8 strikeout rate. 
If you got those numbers close together, you're doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. And we just watched uh, that bat by Steer where he got punched out on something that was clearly outside the zone. So I think he's he gets a handful of those where he's a victim of, I think, just being a rookie and not getting the benefit of the doubt that he knows the zone. But yeah, he's a guy very little as far as uh, movement with his swing. Very stable, steady guy. Yeah. And that's so good to see. If it wasn't for Kodai Senga, if it wasn't for... Corbin Carroll, this guy would be your NL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I mean, when you look at all the numbers, I mean, he still leads in, I think, a couple categories, perhaps. RBIs. Yeah. So, and I think hits, but I'm not sure on that one. I know for a fact RBIs. Yeah. But absolutely. We have – and Matt McClain, too, at one point, but uh, pre-injury, uh, was definitely uh, – Pace for pace uh, in that race uh, yeah. for the rookie of the year. Ah, shit. They're pulling TJ Antone. I can't see from this angle. They're pulling him. The trainer's out. Damn it. I hope he's okay. He does, he's he got his head down. That's not a good look. I think something happened, man. I hope it's not his elbow. I hope it's not again. Please just let it be like just a some type of other, not a UCL strain. Anything but. Yeah, we'll get like a little replay here yeah. and see what's happening. Fuck. We were just talking about him too. Man, hype just gas. I we I'm, you know, we're the TJ Antone fan club. We'll gas that guy up all day. We will. Gas. Gas baby. him. Gas him. Oh man, speaking of injuries, uh, you see, I know it's not on. <laughs> the Aaron Rodgers. Thing? Yeah, dude, that was that was uh, that was something. I was watching it live, dude. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Were you around a bunch of people, or were you just like you still like in your little? Uh, I was in my my COVID cocoon. Okay. Yeah. And I was just chilling. Yeah. And uh, I bet on the game. I bet that the Bills would win. I even upped the spread. I was like three and a half points. Yeah. And I'm like, it's all they're gonna do the under. And then it was like uh, the Wilson, the wide receiver, Garrett yeah. Wilson, seventy yards receiving, sixty nine and a half over sixty five and a half, sixty nine and a half yards. Fourth play, Rogers goes down, and like you could just hear the. And when you watch that thing, just... Oh, dude, that was so crazy. God, nuts. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I'm going to win money. <laughs> but this Wilson thing's going to be tough. And then it all fell to shit except for the under. But, yeah, dude, uh, as someone who who thoroughly enjoys and digests the NFL media machine <laughs> constantly, and this whole offseason, them just sucking off Rodgers and like, look, he's, he's, at, he's at Broadway. He's at Cats. <laughs> That's crazy. Look, there's Aaron Rodgers at Taylor Swift. Oh, my God, he's everywhere. He's going to save the Jets. And four games into it, just, he's going to retire. It's like fucking. That was so funny. That's crazy that that was the worst September 11th for those Jets fans. (laughs) (laughs) And it was crazy. I mean, that was a very, like, unexpected, you know, tribute from Aaron Rodgers. He paid tribute to uh, building number seven. By going down unexpectedly, that was that was pretty nice of him. You know, Rumsfeld planned him. Oh, really? He planned it. He oh, planned yeah. the whole thing. That's crazy, yeah, dude. He just wanted to clear him out and be like, "Go back to your cave." Do we know what's going on with his uh, calf? It's an unknown unknown yeah. at this point. Oh man, dude! Somebody showed uh, Tim Russert with Donald Rumsfeld on Meet the Press on 9/11, mm. and they showed like one of those like diagrams or like where they think Bin Laden is. Oh yeah, and it was like a cutaway of a cave yeah. where they're like they have parking garages in here, they've got access ways, they've got condos. It's like this crazy ornate. <laughs> I know. I, I did see that drawing like a social studies book of like the split away of like a cave. It was like all this like stuff you you draw as like a child. Yeah, they're like they had full offices with. Cubicles. I'm like, we believe this shit. They got skate parks in there. 
Hey, look at that chocolate fountain. <laughs> they're, they're fucking kick-flipping over our freedoms in there. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so crazy. We were just... And then what was so funny is Tim Russell's like, it's crazy. This is all real. And Rumsfeld's like, yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> we're going to war. <laughs> yeah. And we were so dumb to believe it. We had we barely knew how to use the internet there. True. So it's like he's holding a vial of something. We have to believe yeah, him. We have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just uh, someone's butt. Damn it. Nah. Uh, Harrison Bader is not him since we got him. No. Um, two twenty-seven, two sixty-one, two seventy-three. With I mean, dude, it's just five hits and twenty-three plate appearances. One double. He's got two stolen bases. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't been it. And neither is Hunter Renfro. No, they might be pressing a little bit, but uh, I mean, hopefully, I mean, with these guys, you just hope they have like a handful, like big at bats, big plays. Uh, so I- I'm just waiting on it to happen here. So I am too. We'll see. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. I-, I am. They I'm made the- it twisted. Baby. Don't get it twisted. The- that was the right move to do, and especially Hunter Renfro, who 24.1 K rate, not great, and a 10.3 walk percentage, but. He's got a homer in 29 plate appearances. So you brought him in here for power. He hasn't provided yet. Hopefully he gets comfortable in the next week and he just starts raking. That's what I'm thinking. I expect like one of the next series coming up here. I think the next home series, he's going to really come out. Yeah. On TJ Friel, 333, 458, 722 slugging, 198 weighted runs created plus. Also, he's the only guy ever to have, what was it, 15 home runs and 15 bunts to get on base? Dude, that's crazy. It's insane. And I know, uh, you know, he tends to not start sometimes when there is a uh, lefty throwing, but I'm pretty sure his splits are much better with lefties, aren't they? They, 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 Just Bell gives him days off when lefties are there. It's not like just like an on-purpose thing, but he does hit lefties. I, I don't fucking get it, man. I don't get it. He just had a triple against uh, whoever was the lefty starter. Eduardo like up Rodriguez. Here. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who I wanted us to trade for. Yeah, but, and he he's seemingly not having a problem with it. No, he's not. He's not at all. So, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Leave him in all the time. Leave mm. him in constantly. Mm. Um, let's get to our injury. So, like, it's great. The, the offense is clicking again it's coming together and it's picking up the starting pitching and same with the bullpen so it's like those two areas are really gelling and it's and it's good to see and especially going down the stretch and who we have closing out the season going into potential playoffs pretty exciting shit Mm -hmm. matt mcclain this is exciting yeah september 18th yeah that's uh just right around the corner here Ooh. What is that? Uh, that's a week from now. Yeah, no, less than a week. Yeah, it's the thirteenth. So yeah, six, five days. Yeah, they think he'll be back in five days. That'll be awesome. Another shot in the arm for the boys. Dude, that is a shot in the tokus. Yeah, they need it. He he needs to. I mean, I, I don't know how it'll all work out, but you need him out there. He has been your most above average consistent hitter. Exactly. I'd say him and Steer are the two most unwavering dudes that, <clears throat> that you have on the team. Yeah. You know what you're getting. And this offense, once they have him back, fucking clicking again, dude. And it's it's huge. You know, you got, you know, India leading off. I was so psyched. Yeah, you I, were psyched. I was really stoked for that. That was one of those things that, you know, we were talking about. I was talking about a lot about 
why they ever decided to move India out of the leadoff spot when it seemed like he was such a good person in that role when for years there was a, a void in that uh, very critical spot. Yeah. Moving to third, uh, and it just went downhill from there. Now we're back where we're at. He's back in that leadoff spot, at least for that game uh, and this game too. So I'm digging it. Uh, hopefully this will be the resurgence of him. And then when McLean gets healthy, you know they can take a little bit of time when they need to because they're yep. still getting off the IL. Still figuring things out. Hopefully he doesn't fuck up that oblique again. Right. So... I mean, it, it, yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see where they put him. I'm just so fucking thrilled. Uh, and then it's so wild, the COVID IL. I know that game. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Fairchild. Uh, who cares? Um, Alex Young. So he was rehabbing in Louisville, got COVID. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how long it'll be before he's back. And that was on the 9th. I haven't heard anything. I haven't looked really. But it would be nice to have another lefty back. Lively, uh, COVID, but then muscle strain. So he was in Arizona doing stuff. So who knows? Mm-hmm. He'll be nice to have him back soon as well. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Newman is not needed. He's nice against lefties, but he, he, he's not a guy that I'm... Been like, man, we've really been missing. We've really been missing Kevin Newman. Get in there, Newman. Newman, Newman. Nope, haven't. Uh, Graham Ashcraft. This sucks with his big right toe, man. They they say he could return before the end of the season. It's not guaranteed, but it's a stress reaction in his big toe, and that's the big picky. Yeah, that's the serious picky. That's the picky that went to the town. Piggy. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the. That's the most serious of all the piggies. <laughs> Uh, which really, really sucks. Because you just had that awesome outing right before that where it's all grooving, you know. Uh, man, oh, that's that's all I really got to say. I got a lot yeah. more stuff I want to say about it, but oh, that's just really how I feel about it. Dude, would you give him your big toe? <sighs> I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. If that meant the Reds made the playoffs. If, if it got out that there was an option for somebody to give Graham Ashcraft their toe and he would be able to play, yeah. and it got out that it was me, I, I couldn't live with knowing that I didn't give him my big toe. I would give him my big toe yeah. if I got Jake Fraley's little piggy that went to market. <laughs> That's a fair meat trade, honestly. Honestly, that's a pretty good meat trade. It's a great, that's a great trade. <laughs> I'll give trade. you my my big uh, toe, my big pig, <laughs> and then you give me the little piggy. Yeah. Uh, that stayed home. Okay, Fraley, we'll yeah. make that happen. It's a fair deal. A little pig swap. A pig swap. Oh, buddy, sounds like a meat raffle. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I, I would do the same thing, man. I would just be like, yeah, man, Graham, you can have it. Here you go, bud. Yeah. This is it. I got to give it to him. I was like, this is just a Vienna sausage. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Wait, did you make a did you make a pearl onion as the toenail? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, pretty good. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, how I pearl onion toes. Wait a minute. Hold on. Is that, did you put... Hold on. Did you just sprinkle some avocado and just rub it in there to make it look like athlete's foot? Yeah, I did. I did. I did do that. I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to miss my toe. I'm going to miss it so much. Are you going to eat that? Okay. <laughs> then, so, I mean, yeah, it would be great if he came back. Really, God, just coming down the stretch and then, you know, having a mixture of these young guys and mm. then you, Brandon Williams and Hunter Green, and then it's like, ugh, ugh, ugh. I know, wild time for all these injuries for, yeah. for another critical uh, starter. Stretch. So here's what we got. Close it out the rest of the month, right? We got, a, we got, we got this, 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 uh, by the time you're watching this or listening to it, 
the game against the Tigers at 110 on Thursday. And then they go to New York City to face the New York Mets. They got a three spot against the Mets. Then they come home, and it's three against the Twinkies, three against the Pirates. But you got that off day on Thursday, which is mm -hmm. huge. Then you take that Monday off, and that's it. The Reds are done playing home baseball unless they leapfrog some folks in the wild card standings. But they got two at Cleveland and then three at St. Louis to close it out. That's it, baby. That's a lot of bad baseball teams. I know. And just look at I've been in this situation before. We've been in this situation before where we're looking at the very near future and thinking, you know, we're tallying up the numbers in our heads and looking at the other schedules. Uh, anything can happen at this point in the year. You really hope the Reds can win most, more than most of these games uh, coming up here. Yeah. But, uh, you man. Just, you just hope they go to St. Louis and they fuck them up because if it's the end of the year and it's and we lose because we lose out on that last spot or the second spot because of the Cardinals, I am going to firebomb Bush Field. Oh, dude, yeah, I will it's light over. up. Yeah, St. Louis, you're done if this happens. If uh, they get a lead, if they get a lead and it's like the sixth inning, I'm calling it a bomb threat. Oh yeah, I'll be right there He's with like, you. Beep, beep, beep. Hey, yeah, no, I have a bomb. Yeah, it's real bad. A lot of fertilizer. It's going off definitely before the end of the seven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished my manifesto, too. I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And all the teams that uh, the Reds, uh, of course, are going up against for that final wild card spot keep playing really good baseball. Yeah. They, they do, but, like, there's some, like, Sandy Alicantra's out for the fish. And you look at their schedule. It's not easy. They've got... Uh, they've already played two against the Brewers. They get two more against the Brewers, including, well, Wednesday. So then mm -hmm. Thursday, it's a four spot at Milwaukee. And then they have to go home this weekend and play the Braves. Tough. Play the Mets. Look, it's in division, okay? It's always tough. And then they have the Brewers again at home. Mm -hmm. And then at the Mets and at the Pirates. So a lot of familiar foes and a lot of Brewers. Yeah. Uh... It's going to come down on the wire, you guys. Yeah. It's really exciting, but also, like, my anxiety is very high. I'm checking my phone constantly, going back and forth. Diamondbacks, Giants, Cubs, uh, there's a lot of people to keep an eye on. Yeah, and, and the di this is where it gets interesting, I think, is the Diamondbacks. The, the Diamondbacks. Get them out of here. Another one. <laughs> yeah. The Diamondbacks, four spot at the Mets, okay? Then three at home against the Cubs, and then two at home. Against the Giants. That's good. Where they're, you know, those two can hurt each other. Mm -hmm. They split. That helps no one. One if, if if so, hopefully they split and they hurt each other and we just keep winning. Yeah. And then at the Yankees, at the White Sox, and then to close it out at home against the Astros. Tough. Who are going to be fighting tooth and nail to keep keep the Rangers and Mariners off their toes and so they can go out and they can give give a good good world at winning the AL West. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I do like seeing, like, when you see, like, the teams that we're going up against are battling each other because, you know, at least one of those teams is going to lose. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes, uh, like, some of those, the way they were coming out just seemed to not really be benefiting the Reds as much. Yeah. But uh, the last uh, handful of games that each of these teams has played has worked in favor for the Reds. So hopefully yep. a couple more of those cycles are these teams losing and the Reds gaining that momentum and putting yep. that last, you know, couple-week push. Yep. And do the Giants? I think the most interesting here is Giants Cubs. So Giants, we already mentioned the due spot mm-hmm. against the Diamondbacks. But dude, through four at Colorado, mm-hmm. then you got that two spot against the Diamondbacks. And then four at the Dodgers. Tough. Three at home against the Padres, who have mm-hmm. had a rough season and one ended out strong. And then three at home against the Dodgers. That's a tough go, dude. Yeah, the path is there for the Reds. It's open. Mm-hmm. It is open, and the Cubs. There's a you could also there's a chance they could leapfrog. It's not a big one, but it is one. Three. They they uh, just wrapped up and lo- dropped two out of three in Colorado. Three at the Diamondbacks. Three at home against the P- uh, Pirates. Three at home against the Rockies. Now this is where it gets interesting. Mm. Three. At Atlanta, three at Milwaukee. Very difficult baseball to uh, play, and all back to back. There's there's no off days with the uh, you know the Atlanta through the Brewers there. So the Reds have of those schedules the easiest. Uh, yes, they only play three games against a team that's over five hundred. Yeah, and they're up uh, by one right now against uh, Detroit. So hopefully, I mean, I believe they it. just need to keep winning. If they keep winning, they will. They could be in the third. They could be in the second spot. It's extremely possible. Plausible that if they're in that two hole, they don't have to play Milwaukee. Yeah, that'd be uh, very crucial. They would play Philly, which, I mean, look, I'd rather play Philly than I than than Milwaukee. Absolutely, 100% agree with that. I like your chances with Philly much better than Milwaukee. Uh, I do too, but both and and Philly's playing great baseball, including yeah, Trey Turner. Nothing against Philly. It's mostly a thing, just interdivisional stuff. Yeah, it's scary. It's very scary. It's scary, scary. So yeah, man, I, I don't. I, I think you agree. It's just like just keep winning. Take two out of three. Mm-hmm. Sweep if you can. Get that last spot. It's right there for you. True. And they have off days built in. That's nice, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, to close out the month, um, after this Twinkies home series, they've got a day off before they before the Pirates, mm-hmm. that Monday off against the Guardians at Cleveland, and then when they get the 28th, that Thursday before the Cardinals series, another day off. That's great. And not like a ton of travel, you know. I mean, it's all kind of localized. So, I mean, that's a, just another small yeah, thing, which is good. It's so nice. Cleveland... Fuck! I mean, that stretch is so, so, so Reds friendly and travel friendly. You're absolutely right. So it's just like fuck. Just win, win, win. Get in. Make it happen. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm sweaty. Yeah, I'm getting a little sweaty behind the ankles too. Round third and half for home. What do you got, pal? Uh, I've got some shows coming up. September 23rd. I'll be at Comet and Cincy. I will be uh, September 29th. I will be at uh, fuck. Where did we just do? It was a uh, Brinkies or Binsky's. Binsky's. We were just at. I think I'll be doing a show there on the 29th after a meat raffle. Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. 
and then September 30th, uh, I'll be in Noblesville, Indiana at the Brick Room. What right do you got? On. I'll be at uh, as many Reds games as possible. I'll, we'll, I'll be at the game on Monday, mm-hmm. and that's 38. So, which means I need to go to three more games, and I hit 40 on the year. Nice job, buddy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's what I'm plugging. I'm plugging away. Plugging the Reds. And if, doing. I'll be at homecoming. That'll be fun this weekend. And uh, Jake is going to be in town, so he's going to be on the pod. Tight. So, very excited. Seattle correspondent in the house talking, hopefully, about Reds playoff baseball. Yes. On Monday. God damn, I'm so... God, he's got to win. Oh, I'm stoked right now. You know, it's just ice. Look, if they get... Sweaty and stoked. Dude, if they get in, it's awesome. If they don't... We were talking about the Reds playoff baseball until the end of the fucking year. That's crazy. Just nuts. So, Love it. Let's thank some folks. Thanks Sports Drink for hosting and having us. Appreciate it. Congrats to uh, to their coffee shop, the Drunk Drawer Coffee. Uh, they one of their cocktail drinks got named as the, one of the best coffee cocktails. Oh baby! In the country. Well, uh, congratulations, you guys. Congrats! Yay! yay. Um, and then saw Andrew Stevens on uh, Winning Time. So that was pretty cool. Nice. In uh, the clutch.com. That's where the shirt comes from. Just check it out. Promo code. Nasty boys, all caps, ten percent off. Uh, yeah, those are those, are, and then uh, thank you. Hey, anytime, buddy. It's so fun. Yeah, it's such a blast to talk about Reds baseball like this. Yeah, had a great so, time. It was so fun. So, and thank you so much for watching, listening, putting up with me, losing my voice, and as always, go Red Legs. Go Red Legs. <laughs>